The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, January 7, 2023. Happy New Year. It's another year in the cigar industry. Where are we? And where are we headed today is the 2023 State of the Cigar Industry Address. Welcome to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Hold on. Now in its 14th year. No. No. We celebrate our one-year anniversary on April 1st. So that's when the number changes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But technically, so hang a on a second. Year, so this it is, could be the 14th. This is a record. You're wrong, and it's only the 7th. I'm not wrong. No, technically, he's right. Because no, it we is a new tw- year. We were in 2020, 2010, and we are in 2023. That's 14th. This is our 14th year. You we're are, in 2010. It's not, it's not our 14th anniversary. Oh, it is our, our 14th, 14th year. year. We're in 14 years of doing this. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, at thecigarauthority.com. Now, for years, I've been changing the number on April 1st, on or around that show. Now you want to change that? So let's get into this. It is a new year. It is a new year. We did do a a show in 2010, right? We did. So that was the year 2010. We're doing one in 2023, which is this one. Yes. So we have done – we have been – Doing a show in 14 different years. I understand where you're going with that. Now, let's look at it from... I've I've gone already. Let's look at it from a tax standpoint. Uh, If your taxes are due on April 1st... You only have to pay 13 taxes. Do you... So you don't add extra taxes to it. It's not the anniversary. It's the year. And Ryan Seneca says you're just doing common core math. So you're wrong. Yes. Hmm. It is our 14th year. It is my 38th year... In the cigar business, my 38th anniversary isn't until September, mm-hmm. but it is my 38th year in the cigar business, and it is my 40th year smoking cigars. 40 years I've been smoking cigars. And uh, I only I turned 45 at the end of this month. So Yes. So imagine you were five years old, picking your nose and going to, uh, did you go to kindergarten? No. No. That's not surprising. No. Whatever you do at five years old. Kindergarten wasn't all that popular when I was that age. I didn't go. You didn't go to kindergarten? No. Did you go to kindergarten? I did. I went to kindergarten at two different schools. Do you know any of the other three kids that went with you? Because it was way less popular then. I know know one of them became the president of Haiti. Wow. That's right. The Haitian president. It's amazing. Became the president of Haiti, and he was in my kindergarten class. Claude Allen. You want to look him up? 
Hmm. And uh, he was at my birthday party, either five or six-year-old birthday party. And he was a student that came in because of his parents for whatever reason. And then they didn't stay the whole year. And they were back out to Haiti. And he later became the president of the country. That's pretty impressive. Huh? I like that. So he would have no idea who I am, or uh, I don't know if he's been outed or offed or whatever they do to people over there. <laughs> outed. <laughs> whatever. But anyway, uh, it's a new year. Yep. So we're starting at zero again, or in this case, oh, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar as we come to the end of our 13th season in our 14th year is the Oliva Serie O. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Oliva Cigars, and it's a 5x50 Robusto featuring an Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back $7.49, while a box of 20 is $124.99, which comes out to just $6.25 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $25 or 17% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. None of that extra shit you said was even on that paperwork. You made all that up. Yes. With an assist to Edgar J., who threw it my way. Here we go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually... Lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Do you think that we need a name for people that cut along with us? Could we have some sort of like the Bruno Etts? Or the <laughs> cutters, the cutters, the, um, I don't know. The snippers. Snippers. The cause, the cut along with group. Cause, Cog. Like cows, cow. Cog. We're going to do a show on all kinds of um, things. So we got to make up some shit anyway, so get to work on that. <laughs> He's late. He's late. He wants a cut. Glenn, you're exactly 65 seconds too late. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Intimidator by Vertigo. The Intimidator want, by he Vertigo. Want, he wants to be a cause. A cog. Cows, a cog. cog. <laughs> a cut along with guy. Uh, the lighter features a neck that will bend for uh, better toasting accuracy i guess there are four jets a color changing flame and those jets are fueled by the probably the biggest of all of the big ass tanks at the bottom you've got easy adjustment off of the low price of 29.99 this is overdoing it this lighter which is what i love most about it it's ridiculous (laughs) it's four lighters gigantic thing 29 dollars get it just for fun so somebody says you think that's a little overdoing it? This overkill? is the lighter that's on my humidor, so if someone's over and we're going to spark something up at the uh, the dining room table, uh, this is the lighter that they use. It's the perfect snow-blowing lighter because when you got the sun glare, it changes color. You could see it. it and it, when you're on the golf course and it's so bright and sunny out, you could see it because it changes color. It's unbelievable for the price. It's just Well, in my kiving room. Unreal. In my, in my kiving room, I've got a... Uh, kiving room. Your kitchen living room. Oh, so yeah. It's not a lichen anymore. No, no. There's a lichen, but oh. then all the furniture that was in the kitchen is also now in the living room. So now I have a kiving room. Yeah. Uh, but th- I've got a big, huge bay window, and the sun does shine brightly in that room, and you need to be able to see the flame. Right. Hmm. So you're one of those guys. You smoke in the house. That's it. My house. Okay. 
or somebody rents a room or whatever happens. I've only seen you smoking, though, in front of your garage outside. I've yet to see a picture of you smoking in the house. Uh, I can can show you a host of them on my phone if you like. You're Mm -hmm. throwing one on me, we. I did. You know, I got to actually talk to you about something, Barrett. Oh, boy. (laughs) Every goddamn time I post a picture on me, we, you post right after. Like, you don't even let my picture get any traction. You got to jump in and throw shade on my shit. Well, you all do. Who's all? The MeWeers. I'm usually the second joke. Somebody usually beats me to the first joke. Hmm. We can build up on MeWe. Is MeWe a thing anymore? No, it is for it's us. Just for us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it ever was, yeah. except for us. But we are into it. It's like, I have not posted anything in 2023 hmm. where oh, we're really? into it. Yeah. Certainly not on Facebook. I, I got so many computer problems. It's unreal. I got I to straight. As a matter of fact, remind me to give during the break you my phone because all the email addresses popped up on my oh. thing again. All right. And I can't find anybody's phone number. Everything, it was like the clock strike 12 and all of a sudden all my computer problems start up again. So uh, it's one of those years. Congratulations again. Once again, goes out to Montosa Maduro. Cigar of the year. A little bit of pushback. As usual, I got some emails. It's uh, yeah. it, it, it's the same every year. You got yeah. people that are on the side of you absolutely got it wrong, and then you got people that are on the side of you absolutely got it right. The problem is that the people that say you got it wrong and they didn't buy the contenders pack mm-hmm. is the problem because they didn't smoke every cigar on the contenders pack. How do you say it should have been? To some people, that say it should have been something that wasn't even in the contenders pack. Mm-hmm. So you could have ten weeks ago started complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you did. Maybe you complain all the time, but it's 2023. Don't be less complaining in 2023. I blame politics. And I know you hate when I go there, but it started eight years ago when one candidate lost and everybody said it was fixed. And then four years ago, the same thing. And then two years from now, it's going to be the same thing. Your choice didn't win. You're not going to be right all the time. Life There's isn't no right a, or wrong. You'll get no prizes. There'll life be nothing isn't, awarded to you. Life a, isn't a participation trophy. It's a, it's a cigar of the year. That we said so. In New Hampshire. Yeah. On a podcast about cigars. Yeah. It doesn't have to ruin your life. Just yeah. let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Barry, I think it started with those hanging chads. You remember that? I oh, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, back in uh, yeah, W. Was, yeah, I was going to say it started with Hillary, but it actually started with Gore. Al Gore, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. I think it's been going on for that's to our recognition. But somebody's going to say, or recollection, yeah. I I remember when uh, you know Abraham Lincoln. uh, There was a problem with that election too. So Jonathan likes a hung Chad, (laughs) doesn't he? Not bad. Hey, listen, <laughs> 2023, it's day seven, and you have actually come out with a new joke. Congratulations. Yeah, that's not bad. I look forward to hearing it 23 more times this year. It's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, and you're going to see, I don't know, hanging chat. It how, doesn't how, come up yeah. very often. That's going to be one of those things that sticks somehow. Oh, good. Uh, all right, let's get to it. It is, uh, it is that time again where I, I do the State of the Cigar Industry Address, and I'll begin that right now. As, as boring as it is for most of you, it should only last about 10 minutes or less. So let's get to it. It is the 2023 State of the Industry Address. What you're about to hear is information, facts-based information. This is the state of the cigar industry. I have been putting this together 
for years for myself, for well over 25 years now, and here on the Cigar Authority for at least 10 years, uh, just to, sh- to share my thoughts. And, th- and that's because, Jonathan, I always did it for myself. You said share your thoughts. Share it. So it's, I'm sharing it, it. It's interesting to some people. It helps me understand where the industry is and what I can do to move my business forward. I put this down in writing so I see where it really is, both retail, online, distribution, and even media. So uh, I want to get it in the right direction moving forward. Based on this information that I have acquired, I acquired it from many, many different sources, which I will not be reading out the sources from it, but I found this information, I gather it together, and I help my business go forward to say where is the industry today. So this is it. This is the State of the Cigar Industry Address, January 7, 2023. After a double-digit increase for the years 2020 and 2021, with imports of large cigars valued more than 76 cents factory cost or more, was flat nationally after holding a record of over 456 million cigars imported in the U.S. in 2021. As of the final numbers of 2022 have not come in yet, we expect about the same number. After two giant years, most projected a down year after a record high, including myself, but flat would be a win at a new high or a new normal. I stand very cautious as we all know and understand that imports are not sales. Absolutely true. Bringing the cigar in, selling it to the store does not mean it's sold. Now, some of those are going to automatically equate to sales because of back order issues that we saw in 2022. So start keeping notes of what you want to talk about, and at the end of it... um, Oh, I can't interrupt you? (laughs) It'll make this way too long if you do. All right, because when it's I'll time go, for the I'll, emails, I'll, I'll when go. it's time for the emails, you gotta you gotta follow the same rules. All right, all right. <laughs> the economy has affected all goods, including cigars, with zero growth, while inflation is up seven point seven percent from twenty twenty one, making all retailers lose ground as GDP, the gross domestic product, increased three point two percent. As for cigars, Nicaragua continues as the number one supplier of premium cigars in the world as they continue to build, but with very small growth of imports. Manufacturers and brand owners have been gravitating to Nicaragua for its low labor costs and rich-tasting tobaccos. The only country to finish with a larger percentage of growth in 2022 is Costa Rica, with growth to finish the year in excess of 30%, the largest growth by far of any country for many, many years. Costa Rica now moves ahead of Mexico for the first time. Is Costa Rica the next big thing? Although Costa Rica will grow not near the numbers of Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Honduras, more cigars are coming out of Costa Rica in the past few years than ever before. It will be something to watch over for the next few years. Dominican Republic had a slight down year, as was Honduras and Mexico. The global ranking for 2022 are number one, Nicaragua, number two, Dominican, number three, Cuba, number four, Honduras, number five, Costa Rica, number six, Mexico, and it goes down from there. Labor shortages continue throughout the United States, but much worse in tobacco-growing, cigar-making countries of Nicaragua. 
Nicaragua is politically the least stable country and the second poorest in the hemisphere after Haiti. Nicaragua has the lowest minimum wage in Central America and are reporting more trained rollers and factory personnel fleeing Nicaragua than any other. Nicaragua's current leadership, President Daniel Ortega, and his wife, the vice president, have weakened the Nicaraguan's democratic structure, <clears throat> including separation of power, the electoral system, and respect of human rights, resulting in a concern of power in the hands of those two individuals. For these reasons, some manufacturers will find secondary factories over the border in Honduras and will begin making cigars in both countries under the same name. This is nothing new, as Padron had did the same in the 90s. As this happens, what was Nicaraguan brand labor rates will go up. Added to the cost of the raw material and the shipping costs, we expect prices to continue to rise again as they come into 2023. Speaking of rising prices, the price of raw tobacco has increased dramatically. Since 2009 to today, 13 years, the cost of raw tobacco has gone up over 100%, especially U.S.-grown tobaccos. At the same time, there are shortages of tobacco as demand over the past two years have increased, not just because of the record of cigars made. The major reason for the shortage is because of the mass market with natural wrappers and blunt wraps. Wrapper costs have gone up very high as these cigars, mass market, non-premium cigars, are sold not in the millions but in the billions. In 2022, over 12 billion mass marketing non-premium cigars were sold and consumed in the U.S., but less than a half a billion, 468 million of premium cigars were imported. That is a ratio of, of, of about 26 to 1. New cigar tobaccos are emerging in the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, where some are being used already in new blends or as replacement for hard-to-get, more expensive tobacco. Cameroon, which is also grown in Honduras, is now being grown in the Dominican Republic also. Cameroon, grown in all countries, looks to be in abundance now and expected to see in blends sometime in 2023 and beyond. A new trend seen in 2022 were manufacturers blending cigars in other countries with other manufacturers producing them. Access to the tobaccos is the true collaboration continues in 2022, and more is planned in 2023 and beyond. Despite U.S. governments pushing back on all tobacco products, we saw little to no smoking laws, higher taxes, and rising ages restrictions in the U.S. happening in the premium cigar business in 2022. It was a good year, with some wins, including big ones with the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Mature retail cigar stores were slightly down in unit cigar sold across the U.S. And early reports say sales are flat, but that is in sales dollars for the most part. This is due to rising costs of the products. Units sold appear to be dropping slightly. Again, this was off a record-breaking 2020 and 2021. 
Customer counts, number of customers per day in retail shops were flat at best in most retail shops overall, including cigar stores. We did not see a boom in consumers in this COVID boom. It appears that this boom was a consumption and not particularly of new users. The U.S. economy economy has started to affect consumable products, including cigars, and disposable income is less available overall, and this has already affected the purchasing habit of the consumer in the U.S. Although customer accounts were flat and units were slightly down, the average sale purchase in dollars in in the brick and mortar were flat. This was due to rising costs of the cigars themselves. How many people are smoking premium cigars? Estimates show that there are about a half a million people who consider themselves premium cigar smokers nationwide. This has been steady or flat for over two decades now. How much is spent on premium cigars per year? With prices rising, the retail premium cigar industry is now at an all-time high. At an average of $7.50 per cigar, low and high average, times 456 million premium cigars made, uh, but only 410 million premium cigars were sold and consumed. We have an estimate of $3 billion spent at retail on premium cigars in 2022. This is a new high for dollars spent. Hard goods. Hard goods such as humidors, lighters, cutters, ashtray showed a slight decrease, but some of have been due to the supply chain never catching up to the strong demand in the previous two years. With the consumer purchasing them when supplies catch up is still yet to be seen. Direct-to-consumer is a continuing issue retailers need to be concerned about. Manufacturers and brand owners build websites or buying existing websites to sell directly to the consumer, the end user. These actions paint an ugly picture for the retailer who is buying directly from their competitor. We will see more of this happening with little pushback from the retailer. Limited release cigars made a big comeback after the FDA news. We saw more limited releases in 2022 than in many years past. This goes back to the 1990s. As was new cigars, line extensions, added sizes, more cigar stores, new brand owners, and even new cigar manufacturers. The more more consumption in the U.S., As cigar stores, cigar bars, cigar lounges continue to open up in large numbers across the U.S. because of the COVID boom. The COVID boom lasted exactly two years, May 2020 through May 2022, 24 months, where the cigar boom of the 90s lasted seven years and four months, April 1990 through September 1997, 90 months, 24 months versus 90 months. Although the 90s boom was much longer, the real difference was the bust. Where new consumers drove the boom of the 1990s, consumers drove the boom of the COVID boom. Same amount of people consuming more. We saw many price increases in 2022 and more expected and have begun in 2023, despite the slowdown in the economy. We saw the consumer tightening their spending, 
this looks to beginning to be the beginning of a major slowdown. Despite the economic downturn, we saw 2022 more luxury cigars coming into the market. Cigars retailing for $20 or more. The average cost cigar is coming in at above $8, uh, and over 10 is very common. Other trends beginning in 2022 was the return of the unretailer-friendly packaging, which commands a larger display area with a 10 to 13 cigar across rather than the four or five model, five over five. Manufacturers seem to be looking for more visibility and at the same time giving facelifts to their brands. This concludes the State of the Cigar Industry Address as I see it today, January 7, 2022. And that is it. Um, as I said, I do this for myself year after year. This is a cold slap in the face for real truth in the industry, where it is now, where it is going, and where it is headed. And I will dig deeper after the break. You ever had a Butterfinger? Many times. So imagine if you took out your trusty buck knife and you... You just shaved off all the chocolate off the Butterfinger. Yeah. And what you have left is that I'm with you. peanut buttery, brittly. Yes, I like that. That's the flavor note that I'm getting in the first third of this Oliva O Robusto. I barely got anything lit. So what I have to do is I just did that talk. I don't know how long that lasted, 10 minutes or so. I have to wipe off all the ash off the cigar because I want to taste what you're tasting. So- now, because well, if you draw this in right now, you're going to taste nothing but ash. Yeah, it's been sitting there, just sitting there, getting worse and worse as it's going on. So just like we did before, I'm going to toast that cigar up, and I keep the flame away from it, and I, I light it from the center up. I rotate the cigar around, and now is when I normally would take a drawer on it, and the cigar would be well lit. But instead... He's going to blow, out, blow out through the chamber, clearing all that ash particulate out of there, and setting it on fire. And then take a drawer in after. It's clean. And now that you said... The filling of a Butterfinger. Yeah, the, and the crunchiness of it. I don't have my bell here. I'm going to have to get it at the break. I got this, buddy. It's pretty right. good. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go Charleston Chew. Ah, fan of the Charleston Chew. Yeah. Frozen or soft? Both ways, but I prefer it frozen. Yeah? Mm. Let me ask you this. If you had a choice right now, you can... Continue smoking that cigar, or you can have a Butterfinger. Oh, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Because it's the beginning of the year, and I got to cut down. I don't know about you, Barry. I'm back on the wagon. You're, yeah. yeah. I got to stop. I had a doctor's appointment. I'm back to, to my max again. Full appointment, fingers, everything? No, no, no. This was just the one he does after Christmas so that I feel bad about my I'm on a wait. I, he's a nice guy. He cares about me. Um I got to stop. Hmm. With, so I'm going to pass on a Butterfinger, and I'm going to keep smoking this. That's a tough one, though. Yeah. No, normally, I might have went the other way, to be honest with you. They reformulated Butterfinger at some point, too. It's not what it used to be. Really? They reformulated this cigar as well. <laughs> I um, Back in the day, this was a cigar that was a go-to. It was popular. It's now got to be, what, 15 years old? Yeah, because yeah. I remember it in '98, sure. so it's actually twenty-something years old. The tension is on the V, the Milano. Yeah, but even the V's changed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, 
Liga changed when a big corporate company got involved yeah. and they affected the bottom line and maybe Jay Cortez is... It, this is all theory. Yeah, so. but many, many years go by. Of course, the product changes each year because of the... And then they try to make a match next year and then match next year. Each year, loses a generation and it's got to either get and improve or get worse to the taster. Mm. To somebody else, it might have got way better mm. than it used to be. To somebody else, See, it's certainly not the I'm, same. I'm kind of uncomfortable with you guys. All, all this talk about the V and the O is mm. really making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you need the V to have the O. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Nor do I want to know. But well, I want In this do. case, it appears it's a big O as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. But I think it's time to take a break, so I'm going to do that. When we come back, let's hear what the boys have to say about what I said. Let them beat it up. But as far as I'm concerned, that is the facts-based information. That is the state of the cigar industry. And I'll tell you how when we get back. We're live from the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. 
with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There we go. We're back, and we're smoking the Oliva O and talking the state of the cigar industry as it is right now. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you heard what I had to say. Well, Ed, I, I missed a couple of parts because uh, I was writing, and I like interrupting you a lot better. I see why you do it during the go. emails. Um, one thing that you brought up was, and I want to touch on two points here, a lot more limited editions. And yep. this lends itself to my theory that limited editions are, in fact, leftover tobacco from a specific vintage because we know that there was a tobacco shortage. Manufacturers were complaining all the time that they couldn't get the raw materials, but they had leftover tobacco from an old vintage that they could use and put out a 1,000 boxes of 10 or 13 and be able to have something to sell as opposed to being able to make their core lines. That's why there's chicken pie and there's chicken soup. because And they're both delicious. Right. Because if you go back in time a couple days before, you notice that there was roasted chicken or some kind of chicken dish that was there. And everybody get your drinks ready because I'm about to mention someone's name. The reason we saw stretched out boxes of 10 or 13 as opposed to five over five or six over six. You know it's true, right? 100% yeah. true. And it all boils down to it was five or six years ago that you went down and spoke at the uh, for the Perdomos at their national sales meeting. And it was then that Nick rolled out his 36-inch model yeah. of this is how many facings that you need to carry as a retailer in a specific line. And it all boiled down to a study done by Google that proved that the American consumer cannot see less than 36 inches. So if you're going to sell a retailer one box of something, it's got to be as wide as possible to get the most visibility. But we as retailers want less so we can have more. But sometimes... Sometimes less is more. Less is more. Yeah. We've seen it when we've cut down lines because something isn't selling, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh, you carry this? Yes. Well, we've had it since day one. Right but it just was invisible because of the way it was right. uh, overstacked on top of each other or whatever it is. Um, and so why do I do this? For the exact reason that you uh, are coming up as you're thinking, as you hear it. I have it there. I put that information down. Then I read it to myself over and over again. What can I do based on the information that I have? Well, if the information is that they're making the boxes wider, we have to cut down product. 
Absolutely. Now, we always have to cut down product because we're taking a new product, but I have to cut down even more product because people are coming up with these wider uh, boxes. I remember when they ended up going from wide boxes to go down and say retail-friendly packaging, and everybody was doing that. But it's not sales-friendly packaging. That's the, that's the rub right there. So if you come out with more narrow product and you hit 26 inches and not 36 inches, the, the consumer can't see your product. Yeah. I see it all the time. And, and that's the problem with the, a lot of the retailers. A lot of the retailers are hobbyists. Yeah. So they want the cigars to sell themselves. They don't actually want to take the time to know their customers, to sell their customers on cigars that fit their palate. So they're realizing that they were losing sales with that smaller footprint yeah. because the retailer wasn't helping them. So, you know, you go into a supermarket, it's, it's science that's happening in a supermarket. Big supermarket chains, it is a science what they have those, those racks doing. You go into high-end, when you go to, the, to um, the airport next time, go into some of the high-end stores there and you'll mm -hmm. see that the certain areas that, that are having these products that are there. We supposedly are a high-end product. We're a luxury good. Even the most inexpensive premium cigar is a luxury good. Absolutely. It's a luxury. Uh, and we're not showing it properly. So I, I look at something like that, and it helps me say, okay, I have to relook at this. Um, more and more limited releases come, up, come out. Okay, maybe I can't take them all anymore. Where I used to say, yes, yes, I'll take the, if especially it's a company we do business with, automatically then their limited release comes out. Of course, I'll take, give, give me 10 of those or whatever. Um, more and more are coming out. I did we have we got stuck with a handful of them? When I say stuck, that, that it didn't sell out real, really quick as you would, would expect. Certainly, the the um, Lancero mm -hmm. of um, uh, you promised you weren't going to say that anymore. And I, and I see the TAAs aren't as moving as well as they used to in the past. Yeah, and th that that's because it used to be we'd have three TAA limited editions. Now, now we got twelve yeah, to fifteen. Yeah, so it's too many, but. This is a copycat industry where somebody starts doing it, the other people end up doing it, then it becomes too much. So there might have been too little, and then everybody jumps on it, and the next year there's already too much. So the the so you touched on a little bit of Nicaragua, but the DR also, both countries lost a lot of rollers. Yes. But for different reasons. Nicaragua, they mostly, migrated. Mostly Nicaragua. The beauty of Dominican Republic is it's an island. So it's not like they can walk across. But they lost those they people to higher paying jobs. And so we see both countries either uh, putting out product that has been rushed or poorly made because the, the rollers are still very, very new. Yeah. Just fresh out of the rolling school. They both Both countries... And lots of manufacturers in those countries have opened up new rolling schools. Yeah. So, qual so quality. It's uh, been a I, while since I've been in the DR, but if you went to the fields in the DR, the majority of the workers in the field are Haitian. Correct. And they come over during that season. Yeah. Haiti's hurting more than it's ever hurt. Yeah. I wonder how many Haitians are going to come over to take positions of rollers. Are they, they, they have to leave. It's not like this country where we got open borders and they just walk across and they stay here. Yeah. They, not, but they're doing that right now in the fields. Yeah. How many of them try to get a job rolling to make up for the glut of, yeah. of lack of workers? No, I, when it I comes, think it's a possibility. Yeah. When it comes to filler tobacco, I think that the shortages are going to clean themselves up. 
I just don't see that the wrapper, because it's such a smaller percentage of wrapper that you get in yield, I, I don't see the wrapper situation cleaning itself up. And with respect to the certain, certain ones, I mean, you I, get I, it to well, you're going to see you're going to see Cameroon grown in other countries. That's going to become prevalent. That's, that's already happening. Yeah, in but Honduras, Dominican. I think everywhere. you're going to see it this year with broadleaf. Yeah. We know Justo uh, Aurora and his dad Julio were working on broadleaf in Honduras. I've had it in the Dominican already. Yeah, and uh, Alec Bradley, uh, Alec Bradley, uh, double broadleaf yes. has broadleaf grown in another country. Yep. I think this year is going to be. You know, last year was the year of Cameroon in other countries. I think this year at the trade show we're going to see some Connecticut broadleaf releases that weren't grown in Connecticut. Yes. I, 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 going down to the Dominican, I saw a lot of it. I tasted a lot of it. And they said, yeah, we're, we're not using it yet, but it'll be ready next year. Next year is now. now. Here we are. And my biggest concern is when you were listing the numbers that more cigars were imported than were sold. Yes. When we saw this during the boom, the manufacturer kind of shunned the brick and mortar retailer to a degree. And you saw certain brands get ridiculously discounted online, and it became the the death of the brand. Supply and demand. I think as a consumer, yep, you got to look at as a consumer. You got to look who's being deep discounted because those cigars aren't selling, and they aren't selling for a reason. So I think there's going to be a weeding out of some brands in the next year or so. And that's the idea of this: to look at this as information based, and then say, okay, it's your company. What do you end up doing? Well, you start looking at something like that, and you should be concerned and paying attention to it. You even as a consumer, you should be looking at it and say, "Yeah, you got to look. You you've got to look and see what manufacturers are capable of supplying you with product on the regular." I'm not saying no one can. It's have- going to be a glut. It's going to be the opposite. Everyone's going to be available, but already, as much as we talk about price increases that I mentioned there, because of the cost of goods went up, you're going to start seeing deals. No doubt about it. I, it's already happening. Um, because their warehouses are full, we moved into a new warehouse mm-hmm. because we were so full. Mm-hmm. So we have more cigars than we ever had, and our suppliers have more cigars than they ever had. And then you're looking at the import numbers and say, well, the import numbers are good. Well, it didn't sell. Mm-hmm. All the warehouses across the country are all filled right now. And go back before COVID ended up happening, go back to 2019, the online companies were looking for more turns. And they said, came right out and said to the manufacturers, we're going to buy less at a time, but more often. And it really ended up hurting the manufacturer. And the manufacturer at the time was freaking out. And as luck would have it for them, COVID ended up happening because it was going downhill really fast. And COVID ended up saving the day, and it was more than ever that it ended up happening. But the online giants have done it already and said, okay, we're going back to where we were in 2019. We want less. I don't want a bigger warehouses. We want less of a warehouse. We'll just order when we need it. Because okay. the, other, the other part is labor. You're mm. paying more for labor. You're paying more for shipping, and you've got to find a way to cut the cost. So rather than carrying 300 boxes at a time, yeah. can you get away with 100? Right. And store and, it and in, if you, in a smaller and space? And if you want me to take 300, you better discount the shit out of it. Right. 
which is going to be less margin that they end up having. So I think there's a glut right now. Uh, how did it switch from there's a shortage to a glut that quick? It happens. That's how fast it ends up happening. That's the way I look at it. And uh, I know a lot of manufacturers listen to this show particularly. I mean, maybe not all that interesting to the regular consumer, but I will hear from a lot of them. Uh, and they'll most likely, I'm guessing, re- regurgitate exactly what it is and say, you know what, we're seeing the same thing. If they're being honest with themselves, everybody likes to say, oh, business is up. and things. So do I. It's so good when business is up. Yeah. But I'm all, I try to be honest with myself and, and say, okay, it was flat. You know the numbers. I mean, we couldn't be more flat than flat. flat. I mean, I was thrilled with flat, though, uh, because I expected it to go down. Well, here we are in 2023, and the economy is down. Uh, people have less money, which means they're going to spend less money, and the product went up. Okay, some people are going to stop because they can. We're in the middle of the winter here. It's it's 30 degrees outside. And some people are going to continue. They want to smoke the same number of cigars, so they're going to find a cigar that is in a price point lower or maybe two price points lower. Yeah. So do you think going forward you need to look at a more global picture? Right, because things have changed oh, yeah. in that, you know, Nicaragua used to send all their cigars to the U.S. Right, now they're sending to, to right. third. some of these companies, somebody told me the other day, 30% of their business went to Europe, which right. before it used to be zero, right? But we know, of a, we know of a company that I won't disclose that had to pull stuff back from Europe because it wasn't selling. Right. Wow. Something that we're currently out of stock on that will be back in stock soon. Yes. Oh, so yeah. if you follow the site, you'll know what I'm talking about in about two weeks. Right. But the sales have died so much in Europe that they're pulling product back. Although it'd be interesting as you talk to the manufacturers to see how their growth is in the non-U.S. market. Because I think some of them are seeing pretty good growth in non-U.S. Yeah. markets now. So Well, it's a wild west over there. With, with the increase in prices on Habano's products and the lack of stock in Habano's products, how do you know? You, you got someone that's walking into a cigar store that wants to buy cigars. Oh, I have cigars to sell you. Right. They're New so, World. So the point being, though, for the manufacturer, the, the slowdown in the U.S. may have less impact for them over time if they have new markets to sell product. To. Yeah. Then again... Take the retailer, the retailer who hasn't got his Cuban cigars and wasn't able to sell them is operating at a loss, and now it's time to buy product, and he has no money to buy the product. And he has very little customer base to end up doing it. Take a product on that he never had before that's a U.S. cigar, and his customers don't even know what it is, and take it there. They put it on the shelf, and it doesn't move because nobody knows what it is. It's going to take a long time to end up going. It says, okay, I'm not going to get that again. It takes a long time to build these things. Well, Let me take the next one on. What's the day that comes, he takes the third one on, and then somebody approaches him for the fourth loser in a row? Not that it's a bad cigar. It's a great cigar in the U.S., but it doesn't sell. Then he says, no way. No way I'm doing it. They're not used to selling. Correct. It was, okay, ring up a Cuban cigar. Right, (laughs) right. It's it's a Monte Cristo. It's a Romeo. It's a, you know... uh, Cohiba, whatever it's going, um, the choices are going to change. And the choices for the – so this is 1997 again. 
in the cigar industry where there's going to be a slowdown from what it was. Again, there was a big boom before, and now the slowdown ends up happening, which is where I think we are based on the information I said to you. What ends up happening? Am I going to grow? Am I going to try to maintain? Or am I going to take a dip and I better better save money and, and uh, uh, have less product or whatever's going to end up happening? Um, what plan is each retailer going to take? There is such a value, and, and we do a lot of hand selling here. In, in fact, that's the only way that we sell cigars at Two Guys. And education is so vital from the manufacturer to their reps and then to the sales staff. And I think that's going to be something that separates the weaker manufacturers from the stronger ones, because if you can get the message out, educate your reps, and then the reps can educate the sales guy on the floor, now there's something to talk about. If the guy on the floor now educates the consumer. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, all those three things have to happen. If one thing is missing out of that bunch, it ends up falling apart. Right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Philip writes, Hello, gents. I am beginning the process of making an old hut-style cabinet into a cabinet humidor. I know Spanish cedar is the best wood to use, but I read somewhere that Honduran mahogany is also mm. a good wood to use for humidors. Any advice? I'm looking at between a 500 and 800 count size. Not sold yet on a humidification system, but I want to be between 60 and 65%. Uh, love you guys. Thoroughly enjoy all the content. P.S., can we get a virtual tour of the shop, much like you did in Dave's office? No. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, the, the reason why Spanish Cedar has the wrap that it has as being the best is back when, in the early days of storing cigars, you had cedar furniture sitting around. And cedar was great as far as deterring pests. And there are cigar Aromatic beetles. cedar. Aromatic cedar. It smells like that. So... You'd put your cigars in there, and yes, they would taste like cedar, and no, no one cared back then. And yes, you'd also deter any pest that'd be in the, in the box. It's bad. It's actually toxic. It's toxic. It's not great to make a humidor out of cedar. Not only is it extremely expensive, but you don't know what variety you're getting, especially you buy at a big box store. It's a different kind of aromatic cedar than what you see in humidors. The best wood that I know of to use as your base wood is poplar. It is the softest of the hardwoods. It is completely neutral in aroma, and it has some absorbent capability as far as being able to hold some additional moisture content because it's it's a it's a softer hardwood, so it's a little more porous. It's not completely sealed. So my advice would be use poplar on the inside of that, and any cigars that you know in advance work well with cedar, you'll know they work well with cedar because the manufacturer puts them in a cedar box. Bandolero, Alfonso... Um, Aladino, Padron, those all come in cedar boxes. And you'll notice the Davidoff comes in a neutral wood. There's no aroma on that box because Davidoff Dominican cigars do not play well with cedar. So you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into only being able to store 
one style of cigar in your humidor. You want to be able to store them all and buy the box. There we go. And notice he said the wood in the inside of the humidor because a humidor is multi-layered. It cannot be one square box or whatever because it's going to warp when humidity goes into it. It has to be loosely fit second layer in the inside so that it can expand and contract. Exactly. So it's a box within a box to be a humidor or else it's a cigar box, which is not a humidor. It's a cigar box. So you want a humidor, it's multi-layered, that'll happen there. Uh, upcoming shows um, where we want uh, sales to continue in the winter months. Tomorrow we will be talking about inventing, next week, inventing ways to smoke in the winter without freezing. So we'll come up with uh, different thoughts of how... Uh, and I'm starting to get some emails to that effect. So this is your last chance, folks. If you want to weigh in on the topic, send your emails through the Contact Us page of how you smoked in the wintertime. There we go. And January 21st will be our 666th huh. show. And we will be smoking a beast of a cigar. If you have the care package, uh, you have the cigar. You see what it is. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the care package, that's because you're not a member of the care package. And I would advise you to get into there because we did get a little bump uh, during the holiday season of care package mm -hmm. people. And we may draw our line in the sand for a little while, uh, not not to go over a certain uh, number um because we have to get more cigars each time from manufacturers. Just so. to address the care package for a minute. Yeah. Um, those who get the care package know of a trick to get free shipping at the end of the month. Mm. All your cigars ship at the same yeah. time. We don't offer in-store pickup anymore because we're in a warehouse. Right. Um, so it says it on the postcard in the box on how to take care of it. But since a lot of you don't even realize there's a postcard. And don't read it. Just those that leave, leave it. the comment, ship with care package, and we'll remove the shipping charge so you won't be charged. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the following week is the Urban Dictionary thing. Mm -hmm. So get to work on that. I'm counting on you guys mostly uh, because uh, I'm not as creative as... As you guys are, when it comes for to some these. reason, your mind isn't as dirty. I yeah. think that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Clean mind, clean soul. I mean, there's something going on here. But uh, let, let's let's move on from there. Um, we are smoking the Oliva O, uh, but the Via Milano is the one that gets the attention. And um, Cigar Aficionado gave it number five, and the Cigar Journal gave it number ten. Uh, did you see? Did you go over the Cigar Journal? Um, Cigars and see what Cigar Journal did because uh, I just quickly want to go over uh, just a couple of them here for you that, that uh, demand my attention, which is um, number 15. Uh, I thought was very intriguing. <laughs> Made me happy. That sure, there's number one which would be happy, but on Cigar, Fish, Cigar Journal's uh, top 25, and we'll just go from number 15 on. All right. Uh, number 15 was Garofalo La Familia Connecticut Epicure. Wow. Come on. First time ever. That's blind, and I'm 99% sure that we didn't even get we, that cigar we, we in our not. pack. We did not. Um, so pretty amazing that it uh, is there. This is a worldwide publication, and they, uh, of all the cigars that came out number 15, I take that as somebody else would take a number one. I mean, that's a, not a number two, a number one. <laughs> uh, Drew Estates, uh, 20 Acre Farm is number 14. Number 13 was Placencia. Number 12 was Villiga Exclusivo 2021. 
number 11, Avo Synchro Carib. Number 10, as I said, is Oliva. It's the Oliva V Milanio Limited Edition 2021. Number 9, AJ Fernandez Enclave. Number 4, Flor de Silva. Number 7, Ramona Lones Cuban. Number 6, Laura Preferito. 2020 uh, limited edition homage. The number five, Vega Fina, Nicaraguan. Number four, Perdomo, Amenso 70. Wow. A 70 Ooh. ring gauge cigar and uh, a second for Perdomo. And it aggravates the shit out of me that it's so delicious and it's 70 ring gauge. And followed by a 60 ring gauge. Um, the 60 by Rocky Patel, size 60, hmm. um, which uh, uh, the Ashles was, um, the Rocky Patel was number one the previous mm-hmm. year. Uh, a lot of attention on, on the 60, I believe. Um, number two in uh, Aficionado. Yeah. Number one in the free world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, number two for Cigar Journal is the Davidoff Winston Churchill Churchill, limited edition 2022, followed by Padron Family Reserve number 95. What just to be in with those guys, with those names of just let me gloat for one more second. Okay, I'm done. Uh, it's impressive. Pretty awesome. I, I, number 24 on that list, Cigar Journal caught me because it was the Great Wall made okay, in China. China. And we know from going to the trade show, they never sell a cigar at the show. So yeah, who's buying it and who smoked it other well, than... Other than the, the three, built three billion people <laughs> in China, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But apparently, through Cigar Journal, how it ends up going is it's blind tasted with yeah. a, a panel of twenty or twenty five people for each group. Yep. So uh, in that, they had twelve Nicaraguans, eight Dominicans, two Hondurans, one USA, one China, one Cuba. Uh, I talked a lot about Costa Rica, but uh, Costa Rica didn't make it. But they had six different countries uh, in there. Um, Top twenty-five. Seriously, for Garofalo to get get in there the first it's time awesome. out, it's awesome. Uh, I'm I'm just shocked by it. I sent a thank you to uh, Reinhold, and he said, "You you know how it works. There's no there's nothing for me to thank. It earned it by itself, and that's the way it is. And um, so that's real people tasting the cigar. So I was I was tickle pink. Need, uh, needless to say. Um, but uh, right now, let's get to the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair. And this week, we started up uh, another tournament, and this time it was cigar sizes, and we took the sixteen. We took sixteen cigar si- sizes, ranked them from one to sixteen, pitted one versus sixteen, two versus fifteen, much like they would in March Madness. Yes. Um, so we have those results. Uh, Robusto faced it off versus Perfecto, and Robusto moves on with 87% of the vote. In the next category, we have Lonsdale versus Short Gordo. What's a Short Gordo size? Four by 60. Okay. Four uh, by 60. Yeah, like, 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 like if Barry was a midget. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Little people. BPC. <laughs> uh, Lonsdale won with almost 56% of the vote. Okay. And then uh, we had Gordo versus Lancero. Oh, oh interesting. Boy. And Gordo won by a landslide with 65% of should, the vote. It certainly sells that way. Uh, Churchill versus A. I had a lot of people leave a comment saying they had no idea what an A was. Right. An A is like 9 by 48, so it's... Like a super Churchill. It's a super Churchill. Yeah. Uh, Churchill won with 76.5% of the vote. Oh, so we never did a show on A's, probably. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of them, and they don't sell well anyway, but okay. 
Uh, Corona Gorda versus Double Corona. This one was a lot closer than expected. All right, say the sizes on Corona and Double Corona. Uh, Corona Gorda is like 6 by 48, and Double Corona is like 7 by 54. Yeah. Um, Corona Gorda won by one vote. Wow. Which uh, a lot closer than I thought. They were losing for a while, and I was like, Ed's going to be upset because I think that's Ed's favorite size. I, I do like that size a lot. <laughs> Uh, Presidente versus Rothschild. Rothschild beat Presidente with 57% of the vote. Because it's wintertime. Yeah. Torpedo versus Corona. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it should be the Torpedo should win, but... Um, and it was the Torpedo yeah. with 51% of the vote. Oh, another close one. And it's my least favorite size because if you leave your cutter at home, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was Toro versus 70 ring, and that was closest to a uh, uh, slam dunk. Yeah, it was 96% of the vote for Toro. So now they screwed it down to the next level. You could go to the CigarAuthority.com, and you can cast your vote. And uh, next week we'll share those responses. Yeah. And uh, we rushed through it since we're a little bit behind schedule. Toro wins us at the end, right? What do you think? <sighs> Probably. Although... Robusto, the um, yeah, I, we know it won't be Lancero. <laughs> right, right. Interesting, interesting. Let's see how that ends up going. So we are smoking the Oliva Robusto Toro, uh, strength wise. Oliva O Robusto. Oliva O Robusto. Yeah, um, it is probably a four. I could go four. I'll yeah. go four, and so does the... Well, it's a new year for me. <laughs> and so does the chat room. Number, number 15 in the thing, and I get the... the, the yeah, uh, you nailed it. We all agreed. Wow, is this a Do new you, thing? Are we going to be you all... You got ag- your bell there. You should give yourself I, a bell. I, oh, you brought me my bell back. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, chat room said 53% four to five, 38% two to three. Um, nine percent, six to seven, and I and I it. think if you because you did two because you had to stretch it out because you don't have ten choices. Correct. Uh, four. It's a four. It's good. It's good. All right, let's go to break, and when we come back another cigar and some more thoughts on um, the state of the cigar industry address and more. Uh, Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors 
that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar-smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only podcast for cigars in the world. 
We are back. Happy New Year. And, and uh, we are out there uh, with all different cigars of the year that we see. Uh, does it matter? Does anybody care? Does it influence your purchase or the purchase of a retailer? Uh, we'll talk a little about that. Welcome back. But during the break. Yeah, before we go any further, yeah, I need, because there's like six or eight of you out there that like me. And I need you to talk me off the ledge, send me an email, and, and tell me that this is a bad idea. But it's been proposed. Wait, hold on now. What, what has been proposed is me and Barry are going to lose 25 pounds. No, no, no. And Jonathan is going to gain 50. That's not All what the proposal. No, no, no. Yeah. That wasn't the proposal. It was 50 pounds each, and I gained 50. But so that you, doesn't balance. That's not the seesaw we're looking for. Yeah. The seesaw will fall down. No, then it's too easy for you guys. So if it's going to be 25 pounds, make it 25 pounds I can gain 50 pounds in a week. <laughs> but the goal is for me to gain it. Yes. And for you to lose it. Yeah, so we're going to diet the way we're dieting, and we're going to lose weight, and you're going to gain 50, and then we're going to follow the same diet as you for when you lose the 50 that you gain yes. to see if it works. How about that? No, no, so no, we're, we're going to start losing, and I'm then not, once you hit 50 pounds, I'm not gaining, we'll join your diet. I'm not gaining 50 pounds of fat. I'm going to hit the gym and lift heavy and get my reps in the right cycle and put and on gain muscle. weight. Of course. You want to race to 25 pounds? I yeah. weighed in at 168 this morning. You're going to gain 25. Gain 25. And I'm going to lose 25. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could gain 25 so quick. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Is that I, I struggle to gain weight. Yeah, we could lose 25 fast. You don't struggle to gain weight. You, l- you the- lost 50 pounds this year. Yeah, more than that. But More. You're a skeleton. <laughs> you, if and you, I'm going to bulk up. <laughs> you drink a glass of water, you're going to gain eight. I'm going to bulk up. Because you, you hardcore keto for two weeks, you're going to lose 12 pounds in that two weeks. I'm in. All right, a race to 25 pounds. No, we said 50. Ugh. All right, I thought it was 25, but all right, we'll go 50. You're going to gain 50. I'm going to lose 50. <sighs> Barry's going to lose 50. All right. Um, now I need someone to email me if you know somebody that deals in steroids I, or I, human growth hormone. I feel like there need to be official weigh-ins. Honesty is fine. Me and Barry don't want to officially weigh in. It's uh, gross, man. Are you all honest? I'm honest. Yeah, you, you're too I'm, honest. It took over a year for me to, to lose 50 pounds. That's a pound a week. Yeah. That's a reasonable, that's a good, fast-paced weight loss. Fast. <clears throat> so is it going to take you a year to gain 50 pounds? I don't know. I'll, I have a, meter, a meeting with the uh, guy at the gym Dave, you're Monday. Gonna, you're going to have to get on the Peloton. So what day is the official weigh-in? Right now. I, I weighed in this morning, 168. Okay. I weigh in every oh, Sunday morning. 168. How tall are you? 6'1". Six 6'1". One. Six one. He's a skeletor. I'm shredded. <laughs> That's what you want to call it? All right. It's not like it's not like I have ribs exposed. I've got muscles. You have ribs I exposed. I have muscles. You have ribs exposed. I've seen it. Can we smoke a cigar? Let's do it. Let's yeah. let's, let's let's light up a celebratory celebratory <laughs> cigar. Do we have to all one more meal tonight? We do what we want, right? That's it. We yeah, yeah do whatever you I, want. I was just at the doctor's. I was officially weighed. Wasn't okay. good. <laughs> Wasn't good. Okay, let's do it. Uh, what do we have, Barry? Today's second cigar is the Tapa 125th anniversary. And I just said Tapa instead of Topper. Tapa. Yeah. Yeah. Tapa. I'm a New England guy now, I guess. Manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Topper Cigars. 
The size is a 6x52 Toro, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and Pennsylvania broadleaf. You could just take the marbles out of your mouth before you do the read. Yeah, could do that too. Uh, a single set you back twelve fifty nine, where a box of twenty is two twenty four ninety nine, which comes out to eleven twenty five per cigar. It's a savings of about twenty seven dollars or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. And this might be the best looking topper cigar on the market. It's the best one ever. Hundred and twenty fifth anniversary. Unbelievable. But, to Chris Topper out there, congratulations. His family, the same family, uh, his grandfather, his father, him, 125 years making cigars. Was the anniversary this year? I believe so. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think it was be- three years ago. Yeah, because it was a long time ago when Chris Topper came to visit you. For, or- for his 120th? No. No, it was 125th. With, with this cigar. It finally came out. Yeah. yeah, there was delays on this. It was actually supposed to come out uh, the first year COVID hit. Okay. Yeah, I think and it was a big COVID delay. Yep. Wow. And the trade show was canceled, and the cigar was pushed back. So I have had renditions of this over the years, but this mm-hmm. is the first time with a band on it. Here it is. Yep. Uh, so let's see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered it. Very good. Perdomo it's Cigars, the they stand for there. quality, tradition, and excellence. Cut along with, guys. Here we go. Did somebody referred to them as the cast of Cigar Authority, and I got to look to see what the cast was because I don't remember. Uh, but it actually fit. Oh, really? All right. Um, all right. I'm prepared to get four new friends out here at in the same, audience. Cast. Cut at same time. Oh, all right. Cut at same, same time. The same time. Yeah, you sure. can put the, and you don't need to abbreviate that, but the cast of the Cigar Authority. I like it. Cut That's along good. at the same time. This is the cast. Mm-hmm. Dave, what, what are we going to do about the comedy show? What comedy show? You know which one at Kowloon. What are you going to do? You're going to be on a diet at Kowloon? Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> when is this? I'll be going in for my double sessions. <laughs> what is the date on that? It was in January, right? So that becomes my cheat meal. Is it a cheat day it's or too, a cheat it's, meal? It's <laughs> too soon for a cheat meal. Cheat meal. And it's every three weeks you should do it. Wow. Well, it'll be a meal. It'll just go on for hours. Mm-hmm. What, what, what day is it, you said? Uh, let me see if Today's I Today's the that. 7th. This is important. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> everybody, hold on. It's January 27th, the day after the meatball. Oh, shit. <laughs> See what happens here. It's all these things. We're going to light our cigar today with the Intimidator by Vertigo. I think the John Intimidator by Vertigo. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, features <laughs> a color-changing flame with four jets, a neck that bends, and those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. Easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Intimidator by Vertigo. First off, the cold drawness was sweet. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice tobacco taste. Ripley fan says 50 pounds is a lot to gain in muscle. Jonathan might want to consider the hostess diet. Yeah, right. that's not happening. No lectins, as you can see by my shirt. Mm-hmm. Lectin-free. Wow. 
He has skin and bones. He's he certified. Bones. He's definitely certified. Isn't it, isn't it so weird that, like, this is a sandwich. It's two big, bulky ro- rolls on one side mm-hmm. and a little little slice of bologna in the center. So, yeah, I'll say <laughs> with, with this cigar on the cold draw, it just brings back memories of broadleaf back in the day. Mm-hmm. Just all that sweet earthiness. It's good. It's good. I feel like people who are fans of Broadleaf, Top is the Broadleaf cigar. Always was. Yep. 125 years of it before it was cool. I mean, they own their family, relatives, they own a bunch of the farms, don't they? I don't think so. At one point, maybe? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think they were ever farmers, but they always had the brand. And many brands. It's not just the top of brand. Rosedale and different Mm -hmm. things like that that they had. And they've bought brands since uh, other Connecticut brands. There used to be cigars. You know, there'd be Tampa cigars, and there'd be Florida cigars, Mm -hmm. and there'd be um, Cuban cigars, and there'd be Connecticut cigars. And Connecticut cigars were using broadleaf. The other people didn't use it. And even getting into the business in the 80s, I got in there and they say, you want any Connecticut cigars? And I said, sure. And it was Moneymakers and it was Topper and a few different uh, brands. And I took them on from day one, ended up having them. The the, uh, Topper cigars, I recall when I first built the humidor and put the cigars in, and then the next day, I closed the, closed the store up. It was just to set up. The store isn't open for business yet. I came in the next day. I opened the door. And, oh, my God, the smell. I don't get it anymore because I've been in the business way too long, and I don't get the smell I used to get that I used to open the door, and I smelled it. And what I smelled was broadleaf um, inside the humidor. That aroma, my God, that's what took me to cigars. I love what cigars smell like, even not burning, the, the cigar itself. Um, anyway, uh, 125 years of it. So congratulations to the Topper family. And if we have these available or very little? Very limited right now. We have more on water. Okay. So Topper 125th anniversary. It's a big deal. And uh, I just said in the chat room, this reminds me of Broadleaf 20 years ago. You know, a lot of Broadleaf today smokes itself. This doesn't well i mean he made these cigars up like we said it's been years of yeah <laughs> on. so he had this tobacco they're aged and, and well, i'm sure these these farmers in in connecticut who he has a unbelievable association with when we went and did the showdown there he's the one that took us there. right he arranged for yeah a, so they put the very best of the very best look at the burn line on that for a broadleaf yeah. cigar it's crazy yeah is it uh the fresno pepper that has the three on the, the one out of ten scale, it's not it's very spicy. It's very low, I think. So if you took a Fresno pepper and you, you de-skinned it, you know, you charred on the the burner, get the skin off, and dip that in sweet and sour sauce at Kowloon's and take a bite. I was going to say these things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I see there's, a little, there. there's a little spice to it, and there's that, that signature. size child? T-shirt, for instance. What is that? And, and it's loose on you. <laughs> this it's, is a large. It I is can, not a large. This is a large. I can get into a medium. It's a boy's large. It, it is a, a large. I bought it. Oh, really? Because of the length of my torso, I struggle with mediums because they end up being half shirts. It's a belly shirt, and no one wants that. You look like you come from one of those poor countries. Like Haiti? He's so thin. Isn't he so thin? Raise, he, your, hand, raise your arms up. Let everybody see this. Twigs. 
my God. No, he's got some muscles on his flex. He's got muscles on him, but he, the, the rest of the thing is is so small. But it's a fat guy <laughs> telling him how skinny he is, so it's terrible. Yeah, who knows how skinny you are underneath all that? Uh, I believe been. his community calls it a twink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't want to know. So uh, does um, Cigar List that came out. So we, we put ours out. It's been 30 years of doing it. Uh, we, we just mentioned to you Cigar Journal that's out there. Um, does it matter to everyone, anybody? Does it matter to the consumers, to retailers? Yes, it does to the to the manufacturer themselves. It's a thing to make you feel good. Ted Hughes says Sally Struthers should collect money for John and Ted. <laughs> Is Sally Struthers still around? I think she died. I don't know. I don't think she, is she dead. I think she died. Huh. <laughs> but I, I recall, you know, before she, she died, she hadn't farted in like ten years because no, of how clean her diet was. No, Sally Struthers is not. You're thinking of um, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Sorry. Summers. Sally yeah, Struthers. She, she's not dead, Dave. She's not. No, she's Who's seven, Sally Seventy-five years old. She was Meathead's wife. Yes. Ah, the Gloria. Yeah. Gloria. Yeah. She's not dead. She doesn't look like she's eating all that clean based on the photos. <laughs> no, she's a different person. She's oh, the opposite yeah. of that. <laughs> she's bloomed up. She was cute back in the day of um, All in the Family. Right. And then as she got older, she hit a major wall. So did I. But, <laughs> um, well, the good news is you're taller than her. She's only 5'1". Well. There you go. Does she outweigh me? I don't think so. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Chapacapa says Sally Struthers is a Barry-sized beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Looking at the the top cigars of the year of some of them, uh, Cigar Authority did Montosa Maduro. uh, Was moving great. Still moving even greater. The cigar sells like unbelievable. Um, The Ash Holes did Alfonso. uh, Also moving great, but... Not available anymore because they sold out, and that's why it wasn't in our list because we can't keep it in stock. It's just too limited. Um, Cigar aficionado said H. Upman Cuban. Um, but we, their we, number we would say two, no because it's unavailable. Their number two being the Rocky Patel 60. I did see a little bump in single sales. Okay. Yeah, same here. Cigar Journal says Padron Family Reserve 95. That's a 10-count box, and I've seen a jump in box sales on that one. And, it, and they specifically said Reserve 95 natural. Mm-hmm. So with Padron, Maduro always outsells the natural, but not the case in the 95. Now the natural is outselling the Maduro. All right. By a fair margin. All right. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) In the past, much has been made over the holy book politicians take their oath of office on. From the King James Bible, Jerusalem Bible, and even the Koran. This year, U.S. Congressman Robert Garcia, a Democrat from the 42nd District of California, is set to take his oath on a $5 million first edition book. 
That book is Superman number one. Oh, my God. Superman used to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. But these days, that's deemed politically incorrect. And instead, he now fights for truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. I guess this makes sense as it feels like politicians no longer fight for America, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. So what'd you say, $5 million? It's worth five, one? Yep, it's worth $5 billion. And he got it from the Library of Congress. Uh, they pulled it out, and that's the book he's going to take his oath of office on. You got any comic books collected? No. no. I did when I lived in New York. I got a bunch. I got a bunch. I got issue one of Spider-Man? No, I don't have anything like that. But he hits me as uh, Archie and no, no, I got Veronica. I got you know supposedly good stuff that when two guys smoke shop opened in '85, we had comic books. And um, wouldn't that be weird today of a cigar store that has comic books because you think you're you're selling to kids and what are you trying to do? But that's how it was, and we specialized in comic books. I didn't know him well, but my original partner, Paul, knew it, and he would tell me, here, you want a couple of these. You want to hold one of these. And my pride and joy one at the time was um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the one you have edition one of. Yeah, I have the first one, uh, black and white, and uh, supposedly at the time was worth a lot of money and became more valuable when the movie came out. Mm -hmm. And then you got to sell them. Because that's when it hits its peak, then it drops down over there. So if it was worth, say, $500 then, and then it finds its way down to I'm 100. still a huge fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I've never read it or seen the TV movie or anything. But uh, I recommend it's it. a comic book of whatever it is. So, so uh, the first edition value, if this is the one you have, it's like listed online for 35000 Really? 1984. If that's the one. And well, well, the bad news is, is it, it is not in pristine condition, mm. which then I learned very quickly of, okay, get them, put them in the paper, in the cloth. It's going to be another coin book. story. Well, in, in the backing boards and all that stuff. So after that, I started taking care of them because I learned that, okay, I didn't know. He knew and, mm. and did it right. And we sold the backing boards and the, and the things, but I said, that's why you do it. He said, yeah, so they stay pristine. Okay. Mm. Anyway. Um, so based on the information that I provided you, um, what should retailers be doing to help their business right now? So I told you that's why I do it. So what do I do? I look at my product mix, number one. Based on the information that I provided, I have to be careful of my product mix because the boxes are getting bigger, manufacturers are selling direct, all these different things are doing it. So product mix is a good thing to look at and this is the perfect time we're having our sales meeting with all our sales staff on tuesday we had our little managers meeting where jo jonathan was actually prepared um coming say that in like a, a it's a surprise no because the others weren't actually because you said okay here's my cut list of things i want to cut and and ed is lo looking on mathematics of it uh have a budget available there's economic times uh, cash is king. You want to be able to buy deals and things like that as it happens, or maybe you don't want to buy the deal when it comes out because you'll get hurt on it. Uh, maintain your in inventory levels. No need to overstock. I told you two years ago, overstock. I was telling you the mm -hmm. consumer, overstock. Uh, this is not needed the time other than price increases that are happening. But uh, short of that, uh, availability will become available. But the thing about when you say don't overstock, don't overstock on 
poorly turning items. Stuff that you know, uh, Padron 7000, you, you can't possibly stock enough of them. They, they're going to go. In our case. In our case. Yeah, it's not everybody's case that they have that customer or whatever. But the, I'm using that as an example yes, for, for the, us. Yeah. That's one that we couldn't possibly have enough of. And some rinky-dink brand that sells a box a year in singles, you could, you can have your box. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is time. It should have never stopped. But it, it's time you, the retailer, to appreciate your customer and provide them with better customer service. That's what we'll talk about at the sales meeting anyway. Always into it, but more than ever, if the slowdown ends up happening, you better have been doing it. And if you haven't, you better step up. Uh, when business gets uh, was busy, some just sat and raked it in. Uh, if you did, you better start turning the dial here. The cream rises to the top. The weak are going to die. If the economy slows down, if the sales of premium product drop, I was there in 1997. Some people went out of business and some people grew. Which one do you want to be? The cream will rise to the top. It's time to step up your game, Mr. Retailer. Events, promotions. If you're a retailer, you better start doing something to differentiate yourself from others. If you can't think of anything to do, somebody wrote a book about it. You can just get the book and follow along. It's called David versus Goliath, How to Compete and Beat the Online Giant, 100 Proven Promotions for Brick-and-Mortar Retailers. Find it. The author is a hell of a good guy. <laughs> and uh, his cigar just got number 15 in Cigar Journal Magazine. That's right. David versus Goliath, how to compete and beat the online giant. Find it. It's worth your $30 investment, and you can get some things to end up doing it. That's what it's there for. Uh, we are in 2023. I plan on growing my business, all of them. And uh, true or false, all of the proceeds from that book go into uh, Kowloon Dinners. For when we, <laughs> I, I bet they have. <laughs> I bet they have. It becomes Chinese food, I assure you. Uh, so, and even as the Cigar Authority, as this show, we plan on growing the show and getting more listeners. And we'll get to that of what do we do to try to end up doing that? How do we make the show better, be more informative, help out? Uh, all those things. Um, are there. So right now it's time for the confessional, and that is brought to you by All Saint Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saint Cigars, featuring the All Saint St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saint Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? I right, can uh, if you want. I'm going to take it okay. because uh, it is uh, time for me to start a diet. So I want to say, mm -hmm. uh, first off, and, and she may be listening, I cheated on my wife. Uh, I got a roast beef sandwich on the way home before dinner. It's uh, front-end loading. I was concerned about what she was going to make for dinner that day, uh, that I wouldn't be crazy about it. And Kelly's roast beef opened up, which is another part of what happened this year, as I told the doctor, but I'll say this to the priest. Um, you know, these things happen. Part of my life, you Kelly's... Can't control that. Yeah, Kelly's... You just eat the roast beef and not eat the other shit. Uh, you can. So, uh, have you had their onion, onion rings? Oh, they're, they're fabulous. Very good. No. 
So this is a place that was in Revere, Massachusetts, as I grew up around it. And they opened one finally after all these years right here. Do they have a drive-thru? Uh, they do. Since we're starting tomorrow, I might have to hit it on the way <laughs> over. Yeah, Get you it. guys should friggin' double load today. So uh, I did. I stopped for a roast beef sandwich and a fry, uh, both of which I ate while driving uh, on the way home. And then I got home and I ate dinner, uh, as I normally would. Brought her nothing. Kept it all for myself. Ate it, and um, maybe she smelled it on me. I don't know, but she didn't bring it bring it up if I did. But it's wrong. It's wrong, and uh, I feel bad about it. I'm off it. I'm not going to do that anymore. And uh, question: My, my confession was going to be food related too. So really? there we go. Did, Save it for next week. Did you have pickles on that? No, because I took Ed Sullivan <laughs> and he put pickles on his. I thought it was very disturbing because sauce and cheese goes on the the with, roast beef. Yeah, with a pickle. That's weird. It's not weird I, at all. Listen, it's beef. I was in the roast beef business for six years. No one ever even requested it. It was six years of a roast beef mm. business. Riley's roast beef, which was a competitor to mm. to uh, Kelly's roast beef, and that's um, pretty weird. You get it was you. I was with Chef, and Chef ordered pickles, onions, and sauce, and I thought, let's give that a whirl. Yeah, I'll delicious. Have. Yeah, you're an adventurous eater at some. Sure. Yeah, that's that's. You've been eating the same six things your entire life. I have. It's time for you to branch out. No, it's time for him to do his penance. It is. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I've had worse. I haven't. That's terrible. Smoke one of each Robusto, huge Toro Churchill's All Saint cigars this week. Three cigars, no problem. I will do that. I probably was going to do it anyway. (laughs) So I'm going to probably smoke more cigars than ever next year because I'll be dieting. So, uh, got to put something in your pie hole yeah. other than I'm food. I'm down 50% this year on cigars through the first seven days. Yes, because you're in the warehouse now of no smoking warehouse. Uh, early thoughts here on the uh, top of 125th anniversary cigar is this is a awesome cigar. It way exceeded, exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. These things probably were sitting, resting, and just getting delicious as it can be. All right, the burn is perfect. The, the flavorness is fantastic. Let's see if we can do it again. What's the strength on this, Dave? You're holding your hand up, but you're, you're there. It's a straight medium. Five. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a five. You got it. I'm playing the role of Dave today because I thought it was a six. Yeah. <laughs> Flavor's up there, though. It, it's bursting in flavor. Um, this is broadleaf at its best. It's still a, a play for me off that uh, sweet and tangy and then also a little bit of spice on the back end long after you, mm. you exhale. James River barbecue sauce, which is what they use the in, only on Riley's kind. roast beef. That's the only one you should use, James River barbecue sauce. There's a little of that tanginess. It's going to be so easy for me to keep you off your diet. I'll <laughs> yes. just bring you a roast beef sandwich every day while I'm bulking mm. up. Mm. Best broadleaf I've smoked in 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. This, this is a this good, is excellent. 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 This is old Chris Topper, you killed it. You got it. Congratulations to you. This is a huge winner. What's it, the retail on this? It was twelve fifty nine. Very worth it. Great to go. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, I got letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and lots more. Stick around. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big-game animals. These soft, box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. This is a Hank Kelman. 
and my son, Plas Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're celebrating a new year and celebrating with the Topper Cigar 125th Anniversary Cigar. Welcome back. This is one for the record books, this cigar. This is a sensational cigar. Congratulations again to Chris Topper and all those at Topper Cigars in Connecticut. Uh, great cigar we have here. Uh, also celebrating with us is the uh, the folks um, at All Saints. All Saints Cigars, because they're uh, on the coin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barry, have you heard any attempts on Mickey or Frank? Uh, not not death threats, just not, not yet. challenge <laughs> coins. Challenge coin, because they do do events. So they're out there. So for our listeners and people in the care package, certainly you have the coin. Uh, when you go somewhere where they're going to be or you hear where they're going to be, go there. Uh, Take a picture and, and tag Dave and I on Facebook. Yeah. And Ed Sullivan. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Mickey is going to make sure he has it. I think he's going to be a hard one to get. I think Nick Perdomo was easy. He forgot it he all the time. kept forgetting, yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, yeah. Mickey and Frank are going to come, See, come M- ready. See, Mickey, the play is not to have it. Or even have it, say you don't. But let, then afterwards, when let, you give the guy a cigar, just say, I'll, I'll let you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whatever, whatever they do, uh, they do. Um, we got a prize to give away. This is the first one of the year. It's a new prize. And this week's prize is brought to you by the folks at H. Upman. They are supplying you with a lighter, a baseball cap. And I have it on good authority that on the inside brim of the baseball cap, where it is on your forehead, they've applied lotion to reduce wrinkles. So, so you can get a, and a, also, if you're a baseball player, you get a good yeah, spin, right? It's the Gaylord Perry hat. Okay. And uh, also a coffee mug. He was famous for that, Dave, in baseball of having Vaseline. But on that, his, they, uh, they, I know they used to say that. Yep. Of, um, what, what would they get? They get a, a knuckleball, more spin, um, better grip. Yeah, bigger break on the ball. But if if you watch the remember the the comedy movie, baseball movie, I don't remember what it was called. Big Big League. Or whatever. Do you know uh, what the acronym STFU stands for? Shut up. Major yeah. League. Major League. Yes. Can I read yet? Go. All right. The following message that was, a great movie, was submitted through <laughs> postcard oh. by way of Antarctica. What? Yes. I saw it. I, I read this myself. How about we do a postcard of the week this time? I went to Antarctica and was shocked to see a postcard of Maduro Dave, so I had to send it to you guys. I don't know if this has happened before, but the Cigar Authority has now been listened to on the continent of Antarctica. Check the postmark if you it's want. It's true. The postmark is there. And there's a picture of Maduro Dave. It's just a fat penguin for people that are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> it's Dave in his tuxedo. Right. Yes. <laughs> tuxedo Dave, which is actually the thumbnail of this week's show that uh, Barry used a picture of me in the tuxedo. <laughs> yes. Yes. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And the Whiskey Miser writes... Subject line, transparency. So I'm curious, who is the number one retailer of Montosa, Dave? I want a refund for my pack. You guys ripped me off. It's a sham. There's no way that garbage cigar was number one. Wow. So I I had Barry do a little research. You know who Whiskey Miser is. I'm 95% confident because obviously his real name's not the Whiskey Miser. 95 confident, I know who he is, and I do not believe he bought a care package. Didn't buy it. 
So you a get no vote. Pack. You get no vote. And and it, as I recall, the person he wanted to win wasn't even in a contender. Correct. So he couldn't win, and that's what it is. And there's always a whole bunch of this of we got it wrong. Oh, that's yeah. why I like to read. Why are you going to read all these 30 off? Of so Whiskey Miser just chimed in the chat room saying he did not send that email. And mm-hmm. we do have an email. Wow. It's didn't. legit. So either it is imposter, imposter or. syndrome or whatever. All right. Whatever. So huh. you ain't winning Paul, anyway. Ap- <laughs> Apologies to the, the real Whiskey Miser. Mm. Somebody is impersonating you. Uh, Matthew writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com with respect to the cigar of the year. Let me start by saying the only time I've had the Montosa Maduro was when it was included in the care package. I remember the experience like it was yesterday. I smoked the cigar on the golf course and thought, wow, for the price, this thing is excellent. I need to order some for my after work golf outings. That being said, I must be honest and tell you that I never actually came around to making that order, but that changed today when I ordered one of each size so that I can see which size tickles my fancy the most so I'm ready for golf season. Mr. J, don't get excited at me about me talking about tickles. It's a figure of speech. Okay, now it's time for me to get to the point. I wish you would. When I clicked the rotator on the website, the first thing I saw was lies. The main photo showing sizes and measurements Mr. J, I'm talking about cigars, not other things. Says that the Churchill size is six and three quarter by 54. As I dig deeper, it's actually a 50 ring, not a 54. Now, I'm not going to charge you for this finding, Dave, but if this was Barry's doing, when adding this to the site, then I'll take 10% of his paycheck. (laughs) On another thought, I'd like Barry, I like Barry, so I'll just settle for winning this week's best email prize. Let's see if he's correct, Barry. It does say 6 by 54, but now I'm going back to look at the press release to see what the press release says. What's the difference with the press release? Well, if, if the press release was you wrong, You smoked I the just, cigar when it came in. You can see it's not a 54. I don't know if I smoked the truck. Are you a professional? Let's take a look here. You took a picture of it. Yeah. He made a mistake. It's going to be tough for him to admit it. So that, that might take a whole week or so. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe for your New Year's resolution, Barry, you can just admit when you're wrong. Uh, nah, I'm never wrong. following message was submitted through the Contact Us page. What? Of- you're doing four? I have no. to. I have to. Why? Cigarauthority.com, because I have to. All right. Uh, I've been listening long enough to remember Jonathan's role as primarily a producer, and early on, he wow. was more of a novice smoker. True. Even so, in those days, he always had interesting, albeit wacky, Tasting commentary, but I knew the guy had to be all right since he cited the Julius Caesar 1895 was one of his favorite cigars. As the years passed, so has his acerbic and slightly controversial personality traits blossom. Did you look that word up? No. Garnering the undue attention of a large part of broadcast time. It really got me thinking. On one hand, for people such as myself who have never met him in person, he can come off like a jerk. (laughs) For people who have met me, I come across like like that sometimes. Uh, But I have not seen him on his day job as a manager of a top echelon tobacco retailer in this country. I am certain he has a professional and knowledgeable and likely a polite professional demeanor with the shop's customers. Echelon, demeanor, some big words in here. There is a parallel we can make. There's a parallel we can make to other controversial figures, to other 
controversial figures at the top of his profession, and like Jonathan, you could love him or hate them. But what you can't do is deny his expertise and proficiency on his role. The figure I'm thinking of is none other than UFC fighter Colby Covington. I mean, good company. I don't know who that is. Colby Covington? He's a badass. Yeah? All right. Talks a lot of shit, but he backs it up. So now I, I have a good one. Absolutely true. Um, second one before that, um, which is uh, making the correction. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and change it. But I looked at the press release does say six and three quarters by 54. So that's what I went by. But I'll make the correction on Monday. Hmm. All right. So you're wrong. Well, the press release was wrong. I just copied and pasted ah, what was sent to me. Because you're copy and paste there. Yeah. I like the postcard. You like the postcard, Annika? Yeah. Wow, we're all over the place here. I like so the, the postcard too, but you got to pick one. I mean, it's innovative, right? Mm-hmm. No way to know who this guy is, though, because there's no return address. Well, he visited Antarctica. Yeah. And sent us a postcard, which is very nice. Yeah, Danny, reach out to us through the Contact Us page, and I'll vote for you if you win, if you win. So, we, well, we got two for the postcard, so that's that's a win. Did well, you vote? I didn't vote. Unless oh, Dave agrees with your choice. True. It's not like you haven't had all this time to think about it. It's wow. not that hard because we got it is because there's three different ones. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go <laughs> with I'm gonna go with number three, which is gonna be um, the finding Barry's error. Finding Barry's error. So now what happens? So two go into the postcard, okay. like I just said. Okay. Hmm. So we picked th- three three different separate ones out of there. So anyway. Uh, maybe we'll get our shit together by the after show. In the after show, uh, things that happened uh, in 2022, now we're in 2023, we'll tell you um, uh, different stuff about in the, in the cigar industry and outside, uh, 2022 and 2023 recap stuff. All right, it turns out the guy that sent the postcards are regular in the chat room. Beautiful. Ripley fan. Um, so he's going to reach Antarctica. Out. So he's going to reach out with his address. Hopefully, he's currently not in Antarctica. That's south. You can't that, get any further south than a, Antarctica. Yeah, that's not the North Pole. It's the South Pole, <laughs> right? What's down there? Uh, so you remember a few a weeks ago? Remember a few weeks Aliens. ago? A uh, lady logged into the chat room, said that she's simulcasting the show for her husband through the phone. No. So I shouted her out at the beginning of the show, but his wife played the show through the phone so he could hear it up in Antarctica. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange, right? (laughs) It's crazy. If he was able to connect to the phone, why couldn't he connect to the intranets? Don't know. I digress. Hmm. All right, let's do it. Let's go to the Classic Three-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. Light. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. 
and the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. All right, let's go to the 2022 champion of the uh, Classic Three-Way. I'm the intergalactic champion. You are. Um, today is January 7th. I have six questions and no tiebreakers. So somebody's going to have to knock you off. I'm going to try to go with no tiebreakers until somebody knocks you off your post. All right. Which uh, I don't, could I don't, be today. I don't think so. I don't. Based on the questions I have, I think... Uh, uh, you're into it. He, he, Mr. Jonathan may get the last one. So it's all Beatles questions. That's no, what he's trying to say. It is not. He's not, and it's not the, even a Beatles the guy. The last one, a dancing question? We'll see. We'll see what the last one gets to. But uh, over to you, Ed Sullivan, first today. Born today, Kenny Loggins. American singer-songwriter Loggins in Messina. Danny's song, Your Mama Don't Dance, But Your Daddy Rock and Roll. Solos, This Is It, Footloose. He was born in Everett, Washington today. What year for Kenny Loggins? 1949. 49. 1951. 51. 1960. 60. Uh, you said 49. It's 48. God damn. So everybody's over. No it, points. Everybody's over. May God have mercy on Ed Sullivan. Absolutely. So. And we're going over to Mr. Jonathan. Born today was David Caruso. David Caruso, American actor. NYPD Blue. Ah, uh, the ginger. Michael Hayes. He was born in Fort Hills, New York today. What year was that? David Caruso. 1957. 57. 49. 49. Man, I have 48. 48. 48. Um, Mr. Jonathan said 57. It was 56. Oh, so, so I'm over. just went over. So... 49 would take it, Ed Sullivan. No, me. No, I had 49. He had 48. Oh, you have 49. Okay, so Barry gets the point, and it's over to Barry. Born today, Katie Couric, American journalist and author. Today show, she was born in Arlington, Virginia today. Katie Couric. 63. 63. 1960. 60. 1975. 75. It was 57. Everybody is over once again. She looks fantastic for her age. Yeah. I do her. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Barry has one point. Mr. Jonathan has zero, and Ed has zero with three down, three to go. Everyone kind of sucks this week. Yeah. Born today, Rand Paul, American politician, senator from from a. Republican senator from Kentucky from 2011, born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Rand Paul. So I, I don't even Europe. know what he looks like. Really? No. Is he old? Mm, don't answer say. that. I can't answer that. <laughs> you don't know who Rand Paul is. I know who he is. All right. I don't know what he looks like. Right. I, uh, I'll go 19... 19- 56. 56. 1944. 44. 49. 49. Ed Sullivan will take it at 56. It's 63. Really? Yes. So Ed Sullivan has a point. Barry has a point. Mr. Jonathan has a goose egg. We're back to normal here. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jonathan, over to you. Mm-hmm. Born today, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, American actor, moonstruck, leaving Las Vegas and other stuff. He was born in Long Beach, California today. 
Nicholas Cage. What 1952. 52. 56. 56. I had 1959. 59 for the point. 64. Mm. So Ed Sullivan has two points. Barry has one. Mr. Jonathan has goose egg. <coughs> Barry's uh, up. And Barry's up, but this is the one that I think Mr. Jonathan will get. Oh, no. Um, so that'll give you. Is it about disco? It's about figure skating. <laughs> the U.S. female figure skating champion was won by Tanya Harding today. Mm. U.S. female figure skating championship was won by Tanya Harding today. Uh, you remember that big controversy? Oh, yeah. What happened? It was big news that happened. Remember that story? Yeah, with Nancy Kerrigan. And- There's a movie about it. I Tanya. Yeah. 1992. 1992, he says. 87. 87. I had 84. 84. Mr. Jonathan says 92. It was 94. He'll take the point. Ed Sullivan wins. Uh, he remains our champion. I'm really proud of myself. But you didn't uh, you didn't slam anybody. But, no. But you got the point. So you get the point. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you win by. No, it's just by winning. Winning yeah. is the whole thing here. Uh, a big thank you to all the people who listen to the Cigar Authority podcast. What a tremendous year. The numbers are in. It was up once again. You think we can't keep this up after 13 years and keep growing? We keep growing. And we plan on growing again. And we'll have mm-hmm. reasons for that. We're going to come up with new things, innovative stuff to keep growing the show and make it better. Ooh. If you have any ideas... Contact us page of the Cigar Authority. Are we going to have reasons to be cheerful? Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. Part three. Yeah. yeah which is uh, Ian Dory and the Blockheads. He knows these oddball music things, but I know them too from those days. Jonathan does know reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. And <laughs> on the flip side. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. Flip side of a song. How does he know that? I know it because I turned the record over and mm-hmm. played it. You know, Tanya Harding was the first athlete to take a knee. Yep. <laughs> she started the whole thing. <laughs> Took Nancy huh? Kerrigan's <laughs> knee. She did. At least he finds himself amusing. <laughs> Come on. That was pretty good. It was pretty good because it was on topic and it was fast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are going to do an after show after the show. Uh, things that happened for the first time in 2022. Now in 2023, we'll tell you about stuff that's happening. And I want to know about for the cigar industry, should it be a year of something other than the Chinese? Why is it Chinese, all the stuff? We've got to come up with something other than the year of the Chinese Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Zodiac, Zodiac calendar. What is yeah. it? The rabbit this year? Yeah. Well, why? Or next what year is, is the why, rabbit, rabbit? Why are we connecting because ourselves to the Chinese? So media? many people in the cigar industry are not. They're not just musical, but they also love Chinese food. And while you're sitting there, they have the placemats, <laughs> and you got the Chinese Zodiac, and you just mm. get ideas for cigar brands. Do we have, as an industry, love Chinese food? <laughs> He's just bringing it Do up. Do the poll, Barry. The yeah, who doesn't add love Chinese the, food? Add that to the poll. What's your favorite food to eat when you go out to eat? And we'll see what, How much what Chinese food ends up doing it. Uh, last thought here on uh, the top, our 125th anniversary. It's a shame that we had to wait 125 years to get this. It should have come out way before that. Boy, Very I, I wish this was a regular production thing, um, but... Uh, 
Interesting. It's, it's I, I know it's Dominican components, but it's not all that Dominican forward. I no. lean more toward a Nicaraguan or Honduran profile, and this has plenty of meat on its bones. You're not getting that dry, super earthy Dominican flavor. It, I, if I was blinded on this, I would guess that it has Nicaraguan components in it. Back to Montosa for one second, mm. and somebody was asking the size of Montosa, what to do. This morning, I smoked the short Robusto mm-hmm. Maduro. That's been my go-to. Wow. Mm. Really good. It's a little bit thicker. Yeah. And the flavor was really... That is a 54. If you need to know what a 54 looks like, Barry, you just look at the short Robusto. <laughs> well, I know the guy that sent out the press release. I'm going to rip him into that's the a, That's a 54. Well, aren't you the guy that edits this? No, edits this I, it gets sent to me and I put it up. And don't look at it. You know, just I'm, go. I'm not going to edit something that comes from an official source. Official. <laughs> All right. All right. We're, we're going to see. Uh, so what, what are we doing next year? We're going Next week. Uh, interesting ways to smoke in the winter. Um, inventing ways to smoke in the winter. So coming up with ideas of it's cold out there. What can we do to help our listeners? So it's cold out. They want to smoke a cigar. They don't have the pleasure of smoking in their house like you do, like I do. What do we end up doing? Uh, Ed Sullivan has ways because he does it. Uh, Barry has ways because he does it. And we'll figure out some other ways and try to help people along. That's the goal. I need all your help on this. So you get some mold Don't some tell trim it now. for your bathroom door. <coughs> Save it for the show, but everybody come up with a few different ways so we can have a whole show on these interesting ways to... Well, uh, we'll see if it's interesting. Not interesting, but inventive ways. What do I say? Inventing ways to yeah. smoke in the winter. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have actually learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.